Uh, Virginia fake news. Coach Bronco Mendenhall is stepping down. That caught some people by surprise. And Virginia Tech, uh, their football team just uh, got a hold and hired a new coach. But first, let's start with the Hokies basketball program and they start ACC conference play. It's an experienced group. Uh, there's a bunch of fifth-year guys. I think three guys in the starting five are fifth-year uh, or COVID seniors, so to speak. So it's exper an experienced team that has played in a lot of big games. And Mike Young said at the beginning of the year, this is probably the best shooting team that he's ever coached. Um, he's had a lot of great individual shooters before, but collectively, this group can really fill it up. And, and I think that kind of helps you certainly offensively when uh, teams can't really key on one guy. And I think at the other end, defensively, they're pretty long and athletic, too, when you talk about guys like Justin Mutz and Keve Aluma and so forth. So it's a, a pretty balanced group. OK, let's go back to football. How big of an impact does Bronco Mendenhall stepping down as a Virginia head coach make both for Virginia and the ACC? I think it's a huge impact, um, certainly in the ACC Coastal Division uh, with Virginia Tech making a change and now Virginia. And if I'm being honest, that one was kind of a shocker last night when we got that word about 10 after 5, 515 last night that Bronco Mendenhall was stepping down. Uh, they were six and two at one point this year and really struggled to the finish, kind of limped to the finish, losing four straight, including that one to Virginia Tech last weekend. And so I know that didn't sit well with some folks in Charlottesville, but um, look, I think Bronco Mendenhall is a great coach and an even nicer guy. And I don't know exactly what happened in this specific situation. I have a feeling um, it probably went something like this. He went in with the athletic director and had his end of the year meeting with Carla Williams. And she said, hey, Bronco, uh, we love you here. We want you to be here for a long time. But I think we need to make some changes defensively in that staff because they really struggled on that side of the ball this year, um, especially down the stretch. And so Bronco, just knowing what I know about him and how loyal he is, I got a feeling he was like not willing to do that. And so I'll fall on the sword and I'll step down. Any thoughts on who could be a good fit for the head coaching job there? Well, there's some names that are starting to come to the surface. I think one of the most obvious choices is Anthony Poindexter. Anthony Poindexter next to Sean Moore is probably the most decorated player ever at UVA. Um, grew up around here in our area, right outside Lynchburg, and went to Jefferson Forest High School. But Anthony um, has sort of paid his dues in the coaching ranks. He's worked at Purdue. Uh, he worked at Virginia for 11 years before that. Uh, he just spent his first year as the co-defensive coordinator at Penn State. But uh, I know that would get a lot of fans excited if Anthony were to come home. And he's already sort of recruited um, this area, this part of the state, um, at all of his coaching stops, but specifically Penn State. Another major football story where you're at, Brent Pry, the former defensive coordinator for Penn State, has been named the head football coach for the Virginia Tech Hokies. Uh, what kind of style does he bring to the team? I think, you know, when you go through these coaching changes, everybody talks about fit, right? Everybody says, oh, he's a great fit. And I'm guilty of it, too. We all kind of toss that word around. But I think it's entirely appropriate uh, for Brent Pry. He spent three years here in the mid-90s at Virginia Tech as a defensive assistant, a grad assistant under Frank Beamer and Bud Foster. And so that was right about the time that Virginia Tech sort of began their climb to national prominence. 95, they go to the Sugar Bowl and beat Texas. And that was probably a landmark win for the program. So he kind of knows the culture uh, at Virginia Tech. He sort of embodies everything about Southwest Virginia, that sort of blue collar identity and roll up your sleeves mentality and go to work. And so I think from that, that standpoint, he'll be fine. Um, look, obviously everybody's a great fit when you win games, right? But I think he's gonna embrace the Hokie Nation and really try to connect with the community. Now, I don't wanna get you in trouble here because I know this could be a sensitive question. Um, Virginia Tech and Virginia, two different fan bases. How would you compare them? And the fans trade barbs all the time. and. You know, if you listen to the fans, Virginia Tech is sort of the rural, 
the farming school, you know, sure. out in the middle of nowhere in the country. While UVA, right or wrong, kind of has this reputation, at least with the tech fans. Oh, those guys are, you know, all about academia and a little bit of an elite mentality, so to speak. And um, so they, the fans go back and forth that way. But um, they're both really special places in their own ways. And uh, obviously, tech uh, has a great reputation as a great engineering school in Virginia. Everybody knows about its reputation and the med school there, uh, second to none. So it's just a lot of fun being able to cover both of those programs. WDBJ7 Sports Director Travis Wells. Travis, thanks for joining Local News Live.